hey y'all welcome back to another chapter of selfopedia i don't know if my voice is like different than my last recording but i've been told i have like a monotone um kind of voice i don't know if that's like good or bad but i'm not about to be cheery because that's just not (laughs) that's just not my voice so sorry for those wanting like some youtube you know type of tones that's just not how I am but this is kind of like kind of like a bonus episode or chapter kind of sort of gonna try to relate it um but I was going through a drive-through car wash and while I'm in there you know I'm looking at you know how advanced it is like you drive up to this little kiosk thing, you know, touchscreen everything, <laughs> and you kind of, you know, press the type of car wash you want, put your card in, money in, whatever, and then you drive around, and there's someone there um, guiding you into the car wash, kind of like steering the wheel for you, and um, just navigating you while you get on like the platform. So I'm doing that, and going into this, I was already kind of nervous because. You know, I don't like doing new things by myself. Like, I always like to have, like, a friend with me or someone that, like, I trust and I'm comfortable seeing me, like, go, you know, batshit crazy sometimes. (laughs) But um, this time I was alone. So I'm going in and there's, like, you know, it's dark in there, but it's, like, neon lights everywhere, like, some type of, like, rave party. And I'm like, this is, this is, this is this is crazy (laughs) so I'm going in there and then you know all the flappy things are around and like noises and all this stuff and I'm just like freaking out like completely freaking out and I did record it for my Instagram story because I I had to like this that was it was funny but like it wasn't funny so as I'm in there I'm like getting so freaked out and I'm just like thinking like dang like I wish somebody was in here with me and the reason I'm kind of recording this chapter is to kind of um talk a little bit about I guess how I struggle with being alone for the most part um and it's situations like this that kind of make me realize that like I I truly have like some sort of fear of being alone and when I was younger it was really bad Um, I did not like being home alone. I could not go to sleep if I was alone. Um, even if my parents would like go out for like, you know, two, three hours, I, I would be really like freaked out just thinking the worst is going to happen. So, and maybe I, I believe it's maybe because my parents kind of coddled me growing up and never let me you know, be myself, make my own decisions. They always did things for me. So I never knew how to do things by myself, which, you know, speaks now to me growing up, which is why I probably suck at decision-making and always downing myself and second-guessing myself. Like, that is something I've always struggled with, second-guessing myself and just doubting my own abilities, even if I know that, like, I'm fine. Like, I'm, I'm smart, all that stuff. Like, it just doesn't matter. So... The whole alone thing, like, growing up, 
I definitely felt that I didn't um, get the attention, the emotional attention that I needed from my parents. Like, you know, I feel like with parents, they want you to, they want you to be responsive to, you know, the financial support and how, you know, having a roof over your head and clothes on your back and stuff like that, which is great. Like, you know, as, as you know, that's great. But as a parent, you're supposed to do that. <laughs> you know, that's something that you're supposed to do. Um, and by the way, if you do hear weird noises, I'm outside in the car trying to f- not freak out about these love bugs driving around. But, yeah, so the financial support was, like, you know, great with my parents. It was just the emotional, you know, connection that wasn't there. I truly felt like I couldn't, you know, talk to them about stuff. And then a lot of times when you do talk to your parents about stuff, they kind of overreact about it. And that makes me, you know, that makes anyone shut down when someone is, like, very dramatic about something you just told them. Now it's like, I don't want to tell you anymore. (laughs) So now there goes the relationship. So growing up, I always craved attention and always seeked attention. So I would be, like, online, virtual chats, virtual games, like IMVU and stuff like that. Just, like, trying to find friends and just, like, engaging with people online. And I connected very well with a lot of people online, whether it was, like, through MySpace, Facebook, whatever it was. Like, I've always connected with people. And it's something I do really enjoy doing is talking with people and just getting to know them. Like, I love sitting on the phone for hours. Like, that's, that's you know, that's something that's really, you know, sensitive for me and intimate. Like, I love doing that with anyone. Like, definitely love doing that. Um, but, yeah, like, it's just, there's certain things that I, even now, like, even traveling, like, I hear about solo travelers, and I'm just like, solo traveling (laughs) like that's nerve-wracking like how do you you know go in the airport by yourself do all this stuff and you go somewhere by yourself like you know no one's there to go to the zoo with or to the museum you know go to the pool with like none of that but then you know I realized that maybe it's something that I want to do like solo traveling might be a spiritual cleanse for me and I definitely um plan on doing that either this year or next year definitely putting that on my bucket list um and on my goal sheet that solo traveling is something that I really really want to get into because I think it's important to learn how to be content with being alone I feel like if you're not content with being alone you're always going to crave for someone else to help you And while it is good to have someone there to help you and, you know, give you compliments and advice and stuff like that, you can't rely solely on them because once they're gone, you don't even know how to handle your own self, your own emotions, your own thoughts, your own processes. Like you, you don't, you're not in tune with yourself. So for me, with the whole theme of this podcast about like, you know, the self journey, um, that ties into it. Like, you know trusting trusting yourself and learn like learning who you are not what you want to be or what you think you want to be but like who you really are 
deep down like what are the flaws that you have that you're you know that you don't like to admit and like for me being alone is probably one of those things that I you know try to not like talk about so much because it's like no like you know I, I can be alone like I have no issue being alone but then it's like do I do you really feel like that honestly like me playing sims in my room <clears throat> is you know a part of my you know spiritual activities I guess because it's something like calming to me I've always played sims since I was um younger so that's something that's soothing for me playing sims or listening to music in my room meditating at the beach like stuff like that is like spiritual cleansing for me um but going to the zoo because as I mentioned before I love animals that's something I've always thought about like someone coming with me like to the zoo to the you know natural history museum in like you know Houston or something like that or to the Dallas Zoo the Fort Worth Zoo or the Children's Museum in Miami like Stuff like that, I always felt like I, you know, had to take somebody with me. But then I thought about it, you know, I'm the one that loves animals a lot. So I should be able to enjoy that by myself, soaking in all of that. So I think just like, you know, learning to be content with yourself is just, should be a goal, you know, for everyone And um, I know there's things that require other people, um, especially if you're, you know, battling depression. Um, Some people, the way of them handling depression is, you know, being around their friends, being around other people, while others, you know, deal with it um, with just isolating themselves in their room or you know, in their own thoughts and stuff. So I think just finding your own way to be content with yourself alone, enjoying activities, you know, is something important. But yeah, going through that car wash definitely opened my eyes up more to that, you know, more to that, definitely. But yeah, just, you know, think about that about you know if you truly like being alone and if you you know are okay with being alone like what how did you get there and what you know what do you like about being alone in your own space in your own thoughts what does that feel like and if you're you know struggling with that like how I am with you know maybe you have a fear of being alone um, we can jot things down together, you know, in a book, in your notes, on the phone. Just jot down, like, different ways of how to get yourself out of that. And maybe, you know, reflect on growing up and what experiences that you can remember that kind of maybe geared you towards feeling like that. And if it's, like, if it's still an issue for you today as an adult, you know, we have the choice to fix that, but what's holding us back, you know? Like, what's what's stopping me from recognizing that maybe I, you know, have a fear of being alone? How do I change that? So, yeah. Just wanted to do, like, a quick little segment on that. I'll probably do a longer one. 
about, um, you know, being content with, you know, being alone versus like loneliness, especially during like this COVID-19 situation. Um, like how do you deal with that? So yeah, just think about that and I will talk to everyone in my next chapter. Bye.